0: Yes, brothers and sisters. Assalamu alaikum. Do you like my look? My daughter was in fits, fits of giggles. I said, why are you laughing? She said, you look like a fly. Now, that may ruin the rest of the show. Um, <laughs> because you may be laughing. But look at this, brothers and sisters. I want you to see this. Look at this. You see this? You see this this miracle right behind You see this? Look at this. There's, subhanAllah. Brothers and sisters, listen. A few days ago, literally a few days ago. No, was it yesterday even? There were no leaves on that tree, nothing. Literally, I think just overnight and today, those fresh young leaves have started coming through. I'm going for a walk now, I'm going up into the forest because I thought I'd have a walk and a talk at the same time. Even though I'll be honest, I'm really quite tired and a little bit thirsty. I don't feel hungry, you know, I don't feel hungry at all, but I feel, you know, like I, I'm one of those people who sort of get their energy from food, you know, if I feel tired it's like, give me some food, I need some to eat to get some energy, but, so I wanted to talk today, and forgive me like if I'm breathing a little bit heavily because where I live there's some quite steep hills see that that's the hell I'm gonna be walking walking up when I'm talking to you so today I want to talk about how Ramadan helps you how fasting how Ramadan helps you to know yourself because you know since last Ramadan almost for a year what well, is a year now in Islamic year I've been talking about knowing yourself. It's been so interesting, you know, the whole, it's been as much a journey for me, I'm sure, as it has been for you. For those of you who've been listening, I actually sort of love to go back and listen to everything I said, Uh, because, you know, it's funny. One of the things I do is I listen to my talks sometimes. And honestly, I feel like I'm a stranger. I feel like I'm, I feel I'm listening to this guy who's giving me a good, You know, a good admonition. (laughs) I think, wait a minute, that's me talking. I said, I need to act on the stuff that I'm saying myself, SubhanAllah. So it's good advice to me, you know, giving these talks is just as much as it is for me as it is for you, believe me. So we've been talking about getting to know yourself and why is that so important? It's so important, one of the reasons I've been saying again and again and again and again, why knowing yourself, who you really are, if there is such a thing as a real you? That's a whole other topic. When people say, you know, the real me, what is the real you? What does that mean anyway, the real you, the authentic you? I should think I need to have a whole episode on that, but I need to think about it a bit more, you know, I think unfortunately the authentic you is often a byword for not doing hard work. You know, the reason I'm not going to do this hard work is because it's not the authentic me. It's an excuse very often, but on the other hand, no, it's not always an excuse. Sometimes you feel you are taking a direction in your life, doing something, doing some things, behaving in a way that you feel goes against the whole grain of what you, you know, of, of who you are, of what you think the direction of your life should be. I get that. Like I've been lucky and blessed. I shouldn't say lucky really, you know, blessed by Allah, because I think especially since I became Muslim I guess for me before I was Muslim I was very confused, I had no idea really what my life was about, I had no idea on a very very basic level, a deep level but basic because sometimes the most basic things are the deepest things of all. I didn't know what life was for, why we human beings were here on the planet. I mean, I didn't understand the basic, overriding, overarching purpose of our existence. And Islam, Alhamdulillah, the Quran, the beautiful book of Allah, gave me the answer to that. And Allah said, I did not create the human beings and the jinn except to worship me. And as Abdullah ibn Abbas said, it means to worship Allah, he means to know Allah. And that's the that's that's what life is about. To know Allah. But it's I guess this whole journey that we've been on for a year is based around the wisdom that if you you can. If you want to know Allah you need to know yourself. And that's not because as some people would say a stuff with Allah that you know God is within you. No. Absolutely not. Because is the one who creates or is the one who does not create meaning you and me and all of us we don't create. Not really. We don't bring something literally out of nothing is the one who does not create like the one who creates. Allah is different from his creation. So no, knowing yourself doesn't mean brothers and sisters, that through the path of knowing yourself and self-knowledge, self-actualization, self-mastery, this important path that we should all take, that involves restraining and controlling our nafs right it means that ultimately when you understand the reality of who you are (laughs) you'll know that you're definitely not god i mean that's the whole point the whole point is you will realize how ungodlike you are how little you have in common with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala How completely perfect Allah is, and how imperfect you are, and how completely needy, and how completely dependent on Allah, you are. And what better time to bring this sharply into focus than this month of Ramadan. Because, look at me, look at us, right? SubhanAllah, no food and no drink for a day. And uh, we're barely functioning, SubhanAllah. Imagine you continued this for another day, and then another day. Well after another day, without water, if you didn't have something to drink, it wouldn't take long for you to actually die. Without food. And just drink you'll last about two weeks and yet people think they are god they think there's somehow a lies in them the eternal self-sufficient creator is contained within them and even your nafs what is your nafs it really makes you realize that again your nafs what is your nafs your nafs loves to think that it's something special You love to think that you should be the center of attention. That the focus of the world should be upon you. This is really amplified and enhanced by social media. We're all looking for likes. And, you know, I guess social media is just a reflection of, in some ways, what's really going on in the world around us that you know we human beings we are we love we love to be loved by others we love to be admired by others we love to be respected by others this is our nafs this is the nafs right although the reality is brothers and sisters what are we how in what way are we really deserving of others love and admiration and for their following us and respecting us and paying homage to us because really everything we do is only from the permission of Allah anyway there's nothing we can do not a not a step that we can take not a word that we can say not a breath that we can breathe except that Allah is the one who controls it. And I mean here in this forest, look at it. I mean what choice do these trees have? Right? They're just waiting for the sunshine to come so their leaves can come out and then they can start to photosynthesize, turn that energy that Allah has created in the sun to transform it into sugar, to help them grow. How how different are we really from these trees? Really? How different are we? We like to think we're really different. We like to think there's this massive gap between us and them. We love to think we're mightier than them, greater than them, more important than them. This guy here, how old do you think he is? What, 200 years old? He's probably already hundred years older than, uh, than any of us will ever get to be. That, that guy over there, that little guy, because he is a little guy compared to some of the trees in this forest. And he's probably a teenager. That tree over there, 200 year old teenager, you know, brothers and sisters, seriously, you know, I was listening to this YouTube video and uh, SubhanAllah, he was talking about how long it would take for New York to completely disappear without even a trace for all the buildings to collapse yeah, the whole city, to literally become nothing. With all the processes of nature, the rain, the wind, the plants, the animals, how everything would break down. He said within a thousand years, there'd be nothing left, literally nothing left. Maybe all that would be left was some bits of plastic. It's very small bits, by the way subhanallah we think we're so mighty and strong and powerful that's one of the great things about ramadan it quietens the ego it quietens it your nafs gets a little bit quiet because it's so tied to your body right You have no energy, you have no food, you have no drink and your nuts gets quieter, right? It's less concerned. <laughs> it's not so concerned with all those. How many likes am I going to have on my Instagram page? How many people admire me? How many people respect me? Because most of the time you're just thinking about I need to break my fast. I want to eat. I want to (laughs) drink. That's it. You see, this is why Ramadan is so good. Good for self mastery. Good for knowing yourself. Good for knowing what you're knowing the reality of your nafs. Your nafs, as I said already, Loves to be the center of attention. I think that's what it is. It almost it wants to be worshipped. Loves that people admire it and praise it. You know, it's very dangerous, very, very dangerous. Because with that comes kibber. All those things that we talked about, pride. Subhanallah, the most, one of the most dangerous. Pride, arrogance. Subhanallah, you see? Well, Ramadan, mashallah, fasting. I guess that's it. It reminds us that we are weak, temporary, needy, temporal human beings. Our time, really, here on this earth, is so short. It really is like individually, individually, it's so short, you know, and even collectively, like how long have human beings existed? What, 40,000 years, even if we existed longer, even if there was ancient human civilizations totally wiped out by successive ice ages and global warming that's been happening over the millennium quite possible human beings have been around a lot lot longer quite possible that there have been civilizations Allah tells us about this in the Quran you know there were people mightier than you in power and wealth And think about it. You see, the Qur'an is a message for us today. The Qur'an is a message for China. The Qur'an is a message for America. With all their combat aircraft and aircraft carriers and battleships and tanks and nuclear bombs. They probably think they're the greatest military forces that have ever existed. But that might not be the case. Allah well, knows. Maybe there were civilizations with technologies we don't even know about. We don't even understand. And they were greater, more powerful. And they're gone. Gone, brothers and sisters. By not even a trace. Maybe they're gone so far gone that we barely have a means to discover them anymore. That's how far back it could be. And you know, when you think about time, this is what struck me about this video that I was listening to. I realized how small we are. SubhanAllah, how small I am. How pathetically short my life is. But you know what? That's still. It's still beautiful, brothers and sisters, from the point of view of Allah's given us a chance. In this small life, it's not a long life, but it's long enough. That's the thing. It's not long, but it's more than long enough. SubhanAllah. Didn't you notice, brothers and sisters, how much you get done in a day when you're not eating and drinking half the time? (laughs) How much more time you have? What excuses are we going to have? when we meet Allah on the Day of Judgment. What excuses are we going to have? You know, you didn't have time to read the Qur'an. You didn't have time to sit and think and contemplate on the Book of Allah. You didn't have time to contemplate on those ayat and also these ayat Yeah? Yeah, these ones behind me the trees, the thamarat, you know, the crops, the the mountains, the hills, these are signs as well. Check out my latest YouTube video on my channel. It's a nice, well, alhamdulillah, it's a little, you know, reflective video I did of a walk I took through the hills. Not long ago, those hills were covered in snow. And now it's mashallah, so warm and beautiful. And that's it, brothers and sisters. You know, that's the dunya. Allah gives the example of the life of this world. It's like the rain. It's like the rain. The rain which he sends down. You see? Allah sends down the rain. And then the ground. The ground absorbs that rain. But then, what happens? Out comes the sun. And it dries it all up. You see? All those crops these fields there soon they will be full of crops the delight of the farmers but then the sun will come and it will all become scattered dust that's it that's the world just all gonna become scattered dust brothers and sisters. scattered dust and what will remain When we're in our graves, that's it. What is really permanent? We're so desperate to find security in our life, a nice house, a nice land to live in with political stability, income savings to make sure we're cared for in our children. You know, that's normal. We're all after that. Me too, yeah, me as well. I'm not free of that. You know, but at the end of the day, we're going to be dead like really, really soon. We're going to be in our graves and you can't take it with you. None of it. You can't take it with you. I'm going to be able to take that stuff with us. There's no passport, British passport, that's going to get you to Jannah. (laughs) It may help you get from A to B in this life, but it ain't going to help you when you meet Allah. There's no little paper certifying your degree in whatever thing you've studied in university that's going to help you get to Jannah. It, it may help you get a job in this life, but it's not going to get you through the, the gates of Jannah. <laughs> no, brothers and sisters. You see, what we need to be saving up for that time that's going to reach us soon, that death, that's the reality is deeds good deeds you see and this is what you need you and me need to confront our nuffs with just keep confronting your nuffs keep confronting yourself with the fact of death because that's the true reality keep reminding yourself the real you yeah the authentic you whoever that is whatever that is Remind the authentic you about death. Remind the authentic you about the day of judgment. Remind the authentic you about paradise. And remind the authentic you about hellfire. Because at the end of the day, brothers and sisters, that's the true reality. SubhanAllah, the day of judgment, Allah described it like one day of 50,000 years. One day like 50,000 years, subhanAllah. That's for the disbelievers, even for the believers, brothers and sisters. It's for everybody a day of distress. You know, when you're going to run from your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your wife, your kids, your own kids. You're going to be running away from them and they'll be running after you saying... Give me from your deeds, you know, you did this to me, you abused me like this, you did this injustice, you did this wrongdoing to me, subhanAllah, nafsi, nafsi, (laughs) myself, myself. So you know what, brothers and sisters, if you really care about yourself, if you really care about the authentic you, whatever that is, then prepare it. Prepare something. Prepare something for the real, authentic you on that day that is inevitable when we're going to meet Allah. We're going to be in front of our Lord. All right, brothers and sisters. I hope your fasting is going well. May Allah accept your fasts and your prayers and your charity and all of your good deeds. And remember, All of this time we've been talking about the importance of ikhlas. How you need to keep checking yourself, trying to make sure you're doing it sincerely for the sake of Allah. And really to help you do that, you need to take this journey brothers and sisters of, you know, being honest with yourself and knowing yourself, knowing what motivates you and knowing what makes you do what you do and knowing what makes you not do what you don't do. All right, brothers and sisters, that's it from me. Until next week, may Allah bless all of you. JazakAllah khair. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi